This program contains frequent, very strong language from the outset and some very strong, violent scenes. That's right. This is the Effective Mindset Podcast, episode 27. Right, it's been a while, so let's get right to it. I have quite a few things I want to talk about today, so let's start with an update on my diet. Okay, so lately I've been on a mostly animal-based diet, um, with few exceptions. I've been cheating a little bit, but we'll get to that. Um, okay, so first things first, red meat, uh, steaks, especially uh, ribeye, um, beef short ribs. I love a good rack of pork ribs, but the beef ribs, my God, they're fucking incredible. Or a uh, brisket. Jesus, I could eat that every day for the rest of my life, and I don't think I would ever get enough of it. That's how much I love it. Okay, so red meat, um, eggs, mushrooms, greens, uh, such as broccoli or runner beans, uh, but only a little bit every now and then as a side with the meal, um, you know, with the meat. Um, Potatoes, uh, yeah, I know that potatoes aren't really recommended, uh, but I have a little mashed potato with butter um, or some fries a couple of times a week. Um, also, honey, tea, water, and uh, beer, really. And that's about it. I don't drink any carbonated drinks, uh, none of that shit. Um, occasionally, I will have a kind of Red Bull or Pepsi or something like that but only once in a blue moon and usually after a hardcore workout. You see, I don't let myself fall into those spontaneous impulses. Uh, definitely nowhere near as much as I used to. Um, although there's still room for improvement, that's for sure. <laughs> because it's summer, so I have been drinking a few beers a day lately, you know. Even had a little sip of Lafroig and some Jameson. Uh, you know, those tiny 5CL bottles and uh, a couple of cans of Red Bull and a little fast food, mostly burgers and kebab, so nothing crazy. Um, all right, I had one pizza, okay? <laughs> all right, now when I really think about it, I've been slipping quite a bit with my diet. <laughs> That's for sure. But overall, I'm doing pretty well, you know. I used to eat McDonald's, Subway, Domino's, KFC, all that fucking poison on a daily basis. As in, one day I would eat at Subway and KFC. The next day I would go to McDonald's for lunch. Then I would get a pizza, a few beers and a pack of crisps for dinner. In other words, the heart attack diet. Okay, so now I seem to fluctuate between fast food and home cooking. And when I cook, I cook like a motherfucker. Okay, beef, eggs, mushrooms, every fucking meal. A good thick ribeye on the bone, seared in butter, and then grilled to medium rare with some mushrooms and fried eggs. That's literally my favorite meal on the planet. Add to that a... Uh, grilled short beef rib glazed with some barbecue sauce and some brisket sweet baby Jesus nothing 
Nothing makes my primal mind happier. Okay, except weed, obviously, but that's a whole different story. <laughs> I can count how many times I ate way too much meat just because it was so fucking good until a point where I would get meat sweats. You know, uh, that's when I'm happy. And I think that's what people are really supposed to eat. Animals, you know, and animal products and living organisms, mushrooms, um, not processed foods, not some fucking lifeless, frozen, processed shit. All that shit is why people are so weak and vulnerable to everything these days. Fuck all that shit. Seriously, especially all that vegan poison. Fucking tofu, processed soya. Uh, get the fuck out of here with that. It's not a sustainable diet. All that processed artificial meat, such as the Impossible Burger or Beyond Meat, all that shit is an experimental poison designed to kill you slowly. It's not designed to be a sustainable, healthy food, despite all the propaganda that the media are trying to indoctrinate you with. None of that shit is healthy, okay? It has crazy amount of hormones that you're not supposed to be fucking taking in such quantities. It's all fucking poison. Do your research. I don't know nothing about nothing. So I recommend you do your own research. I just know that Bill Gates cannot be trusted. And this fucking cocksucker is responsible for Beyond Meat and the Impossible Burger and all that. He's a big proponent of GMOs and uh, he has a very solid record of being a murderous, sociopathic piece of shit. Therefore, he can go fuck himself. Because if Bill Gates is so confident in his artificial meat equivalents, he should document eating that food every day for lunch and dinner and eat only that for a year. Okay, that's my challenge for you, Billy. Eat your fucking food every day for a year straight and have it documented on camera. And let's do thorough health checks, you know, thorough health checks throughout that year. And let's see the results, the effects of eating that. And if everything's all right with you after those 12 months, then fine. Feed your product to the people. But anything goes wrong, it's off the fucking table. That would be fair, right? Yeah. <laughs> Forget about it. That shit's already being produced and sold in mass quantities. And it's just another clinical trial of Bill Gates. Except this time it's not vaccines. This time it's food. Which begs the question, which is worse really? <laughs> Are those equally bad? Is um, injecting some experimental liquid into someone's bloodstream or muscle or whatever. Yeah, it does go to the fucking bloodstream. Is that worse than experimenting with genetically modified food and artificial meat? You tell me. Because I think it's all equally fucking sinister. And it's one fucking guy doing it all, you know? Vaccines, GMOs, artificial food, wiping out farmers. It's all one autistic sociopath, Bill Gates. 
I don't know how the fuck we got there. How the fuck we got here. But it's time to wake up from the matrix. Okay? Vegan diet or fruit-based diet or plant-based diet. Neither one of those is sustainable on a long run. Not without supplements. Sure, you have exceptional specimens such as James Wilkes or Mike Tyson when he didn't eat meat. But those guys have a lot of fucking money to eat good. And most people don't prioritize food in their budget, which I think is a big mistake. You know, I know a lot of people who could eat really good, except they spend their money on absolute bullshit. Okay, drugs, booze, fucking material things, you know, electronics, clothes, all fucking kinds of meaningless shit. While at the same time, they spend as little as they have to on food. Everything frozen, everything processed. There is barely any actual nutritional value in that kind of food. But people will still fucking eat it. Why? Because it's cheap. Because then they can afford to go out and get fucking hammered. Or they can stay and get some fucking cocaine, alcohol, turn the music up and enjoy the moment, right? Yeah, people have fucking weird priorities, honestly. Immediate comfort, right here, right now. Get drunk, get fucked up, escape the reality. Take a moment and think about what you're doing with yourself. What the fuck are you celebrating? The fact that in two days you will be back at your fucking shitty job? The fact that you're not working hard enough? What's the reason for getting smashed every fucking weekend? That's how you deal with reality? Rather than do something about it? Rather than actually do something about it, you prefer to get fucked up and forget about it for another, what, day? Half a day? That's fucking pathetic. And it's ridiculous. Get your shit together. Look, I'm not here to tell you everything's going to be all right. Because if you keep going that way, then nothing's going to be all right. Unless you get your fucking shit together and change your mindset, nothing is going to be all right. So wake the fuck up. Wake the fuck up right now. But hey, I was talking about my diet. Anyways, um, so yeah, uh, <laughs> eat meat, okay? Don't eat the fucking Bill Gates burger. Fuck that guy and fuck his artificial food and fuck his mediocre fucking Microsoft software, fucking Windows, fuck all that shit. And his fucking vaccine. Seriously, go fuck yourself, Bill Gates. Go fuck yourself, dude. Why don't you just move out somewhere? Some fucking island. You have so much fucking money. You can buy an entire island, dude. Buy a fucking island. Move out there. Leave the normal folks alone. How many fucking years have we got left? Seriously, dude. You can live somewhere in paradise for the rest of your fucking life. You don't have to be the piece of shit that you are. You can actually do a good thing while you're still around. You don't have to be remembered as that. But right now, that's your legacy. But yeah, seriously, 
Fuck Bill Gates. I like the real thing, the real meat. And I will continue eating the real meat. I'm not gonna eat the fucking artificial burger made by a Microsoft guy. No fucking way. Okay, the real meat is very good for you. It's the healthiest food. The real meat. Mushrooms are very good. Eggs, fish, butter. Um, that's very important. Butter. Uh, I use butter for all my cooking. Frying steaks, uh, cooking, barbecue. I don't do any oil. Fuck that. Oil is not very healthy, uh, especially vegetable oil, which is widely used. And no one used that shit back in the day. Um, it's all processed stuff that's supposed to kill us slowly once it accumulates. A little bit of this and a little bit of that and a little bit of GMO, a little bit of processed whatever, a little slice of white bread. All that food combined takes a big toll on your health, especially on the long run. And even if we're talking about right here, right now, okay, I get it, pizza is fucking delicious. But honestly, tell me if it makes you feel good after you ate it. If you actually feel fucking good, like if you feel the energy, like you feel like you've actually done something good to your body. No, you feel like shit. The moment you eat it, the moment you start digesting it, you're gonna feel like shit. But if you ever had a good piece of grilled meat, such as a good ribeye on the bone, or fucking off the bone, whatever, or some brisket, or some ribs, nothing makes you feel that good. Meat gives you a special kind of energy, and both your mind and your body really appreciate it when you eat good food. So eat meat. It's really good for you. And don't treat your body like a fucking recycling bin for fast food and snacks. Instead, invest in your physical and mental well-being. It starts with food and exercise. And first of all, with basic discipline, such as getting your affairs in order. As I call it, getting your shit together. Once you start working on that, the moment you actually start doing something meaningful towards your well-being, you will start feeling better. You don't have to achieve all your goals, tick off all the boxes on your to-do list to feel good. You just need to start taking yourself seriously. And when you say you're going to do something, you go ahead and you fucking do it. Don't be afraid of fucking not doing it right. Do your best. That's the best you can do. Do your best. But really, I mean it. Don't take a fucking piss and then say, Oh, you know, I've done my best. No, you haven't, you fucking lazy piece of shit. You need to hear it? Fine, I'll say it. You took the easy road again. You took a fucking shortcut, even though you know where it leads. Not where you're supposed to be going. What's wrong? You don't like hearing the truth? Then go and end your misery. Who gives a shit anyway? I don't. You want to be a fucking loser? Go ahead. Take the ultimate loss. Why not? Right?
Why not go all the way? You already lost. The moment you gave up on your determination and hope and discipline, most of all. So either go and end this fucking situation or get your fucking shit together and go and do something about it. Start taking care of yourself. Start eating better food and uh, start exercising. Whatever it be, start doing something physical. Reactivate your body. That's what it's designed to do. You're supposed to be exercising. You're supposed to be pushing yourself. You're supposed to have enough physical and mental activity during the day to be able to fall asleep easily when the time is right. You're supposed to exercise hard enough, both your body and your brain, your mind, to feel tired by the end of the day. That's healthy. That's the way your body is supposed to operate. However, you are not supposed to feel tired throughout the day. If that happens, you're either suffering from malnutrition, uh, in other words, the food you eat doesn't provide enough nutrients, protein, minerals, uh, vitamins. That's usually the main reason why people are tired during the day. Uh, lack of physical activity, poor diet, uh, procrastination. Lack of discipline. All these things combined make you a tired, miserable person. And the solution for that is a lot easier than most people think. You know how I know that's true? Because most people don't even attempt to try. And I know that for a fact, because if they tried, they would realize what I just said, that it's a lot easier to solve those problems than anyone would think. You need to start thinking objectively. You need to start taking yourself seriously. You need to seriously start considering what you eat, what you put in your body so that it can process it into energy that you need. What nutrients do you get from your food? All of that. You need to take all that into account. So not only, you know, not only think about the immediate comfort, because you can make delicious fucking food that will be healthy. That's the whole point. You don't have to poison yourself with fucking McDonald's or shit like that. It doesn't take long to uh, cook a perfect steak, okay? Sear it, two minutes on each side, put it in the oven and uh, leave it there for, for 12 minutes. It's fucking done. Done. I get it. It maybe cost a little bit more, but if you cut down on your fucking booze and all that shit, then I'm pretty sure you're going to be able to afford it. So... Take it easy. Take it easy. Seriously, think about what I just said. Um, look, I'm no saint. Like I said, I've lately also been eating quite a lot of kebab, burgers, uh, fries with all the condiments. I guess that's the main issue with fries, right? Mayo, ketchup, garlic dip, whatever. All that stuff is not really good for you. And, uh, you know, I, I stay away from ice cream these days. Um, I had some muffins, but that was uh, only a short real relapse with muffins once again. Um, 
um, I, I, I'm staying far away from that shit. I don't even eat white bread much now, except for maybe, you know, the, the burger buns in the fucking burgers. What are you going to do? What are you going to fucking wrap it in lettuce? Get the fuck out of here. Uh, all right. So again, I took a little detour. Okay. Big fucking deal. <laughs> I know when it comes to burgers, exactly the worst part is the bun. Uh, the white bread and the whole grain buns, every burger joint uses brioche or fucking seeded ones. Uh, it's all poison. Okay, but it tastes so fucking good, right? <laughs> it's like cheating on your healthy, fit wife with a fat chick around the corner just because she can twerk and deep throat. You're going to ask yourself, what the fuck am I doing? And just let it go. <laughs> Leave it behind. Move on towards a healthy lifestyle. I get it. That chick's fun, but think about your wife. Think about your future. What the fuck are you doing? Get your shit together. It's almost never too late for that. Look, I know it's not going to be easy. But when you stop and think about it, nothing really rewarding is ever easy. Taking shortcuts very rarely delivers long-lasting results. And that's the problem most people can't handle. The long-lasting results. Because long-lasting results require determination and discipline and humility and failures and learning. And looking at things objectively, taking a step back and seeing the bigger picture, thinking ahead, all these things seem to be impossibly difficult to most people. Most people settle for immediate comfort. Most people would happily sacrifice long-lasting results for the sake of immediate reward. Regardless of how insignificant the immediate reward can be in comparison with the long-lasting results. And why do people do that? Huh? Again, immediate reward usually comes at a smaller price. Or let's say, in theory, that's the case. Because what they don't tell you is that immediate rewards also come at a price and that price in most cases is your future now let me break it down to you okay i actually made some notes about this so that i don't forget halfway through this sentence what i'm talking about because uh, it's a uh, pretty complicated shit to explain at least when you're a meathead like me so what do I mean when I say that I that going for an immediate reward comes at a price? Um, well, when you focus on the immediate goal, you usually have a pretty straightforward objective or a set of objectives lined out in front of you, which is good. There is nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with making things easy for others. It's a little bit different story when it comes to your own challenges. Because if you don't challenge yourself enough, you become mediocre and lazy and no one wants to deal with that. So don't be an asshole. 
because then you don't have time to focus on your long-term plans, those long-lasting goals. Uh, while long-lasting reward usually requires lots of effort and determination, which is going through frustrating failures and fuck-ups and keeping your head up. Like Jordan Peterson would say, standing up straight with your shoulders back. That's how you got to deal with setbacks. Um, and trying to execute long-term plans usually involves dealing with setbacks. A lot of times, uh, you're going to have to look at things from a different angle in order to understand whatever they're, you know, whatever the situation you're in. A lot of people have a big fucking problem with that, which is why they take the easy road. They would rather work for someone, settle for a mediocre salary and a pension plan, take, you know, all that, all them benefits, then take the initiative, take the, the risk, because let's be honest, doing your own thing, being self-employed, running your own business, it's always going to be risky. But you know what? So is wasting your life away at some bullshit, soulless cubicle at some fucking boring desk or a production line punching the fucking clock. Get the fuck out of here with that. I've been there. I've done that. I worked my fucking ass off like a circus monkey, okay? I worked physically for nothing. I did the shittiest fucking kinds of office administrative work back in the day. I've done it all. <laughs> I worked like a slave for a fucking long time. And I promised myself that I will do better. I might be going back and forth with exercising and eating healthy. So there's surely, you know, lots of room for improvement. Uh, but overall, I'm taking good care of myself these days. Working out, smoking much less weed than I did back in my prime, which would be 2015. Uh, now most days I smoke in the evening which helps a lot with my tolerance. Um, actually, over the past few months, my tolerance has gone down a bit, which is great because I can still smoke, you know, a fucking lot. Um, and, uh, and I don't need to smoke much. I need like one little joint and I feel fucking brilliant. Just like now. And just so we're clear, there's nothing wrong with working for someone else. Um, you know, in a way we all do, but I think you know what I'm talking about here. <sighs> For real though, I know some people who completely went off the rails during the past year and a half. Uh, speaking of, you know, uh, going off the rails, I'm talking about, you know, eating a little fast food here and there and drinking a little beer. Um, I drink a little beer or two every now and then. <laughs> but you know you have a fucking problem when you drink every day for a month. And I don't mean a bottle or two of some beer with your dinner. <laughs> no, I'm talking about heavy drinking. The kind of drinking that gets you in trouble. You know, you see, one of my friends has been on and off the wagon consistently throughout the past year and a half. Um, I'm not exaggerating when I say to give that guy a bottle of beer now is about as predictable as letting a three-year-old child 
playing with a fucking loaded gun. It's like standing in front of a hurricane, okay? When you see it coming, you're not supposed to do that. Just like my friend is not supposed to touch alcohol. I have a very simple rule when it comes to alcohol. If you don't know how to drink it, don't drink. End of story. If, despite that, if, despite all your previous fuck-ups, all the damage you've done in the past as a result of drinking, if, despite all that, you still couldn't acknowledge the fucking obvious fact that you cannot drink, then don't expect anyone to stick around and wait for you to get your shit together. Don't drag others down with you with your own inability to get your fucking life in order. Because that's on you. Don't expect others to be there for you when it's obvious that even you don't give a shit about your well-being. All you care about is the immediate comfort. Right now, get drunk and forget. Forget about everything. All your struggles, all your pain, suffering, misery, all the fucking problems that are building up to a point of no return. You have a fix for all these fucking problems, right? All you gotta do is get fucked up. <laughs> all your problems magically go away, right? At least for a few hours to sober up. <laughs> Which is when those problems come back right back at you. Because all you did was postpone it. So that shit builds up. With all the other shit you couldn't handle. To the point where there's so much of it. You're in, you know, you're in so much trouble. That you start breaking apart mentally. And then again, you're back to drinking. Because just like we established as the shortcut for immediate. You know, shortcut to your immediate comfort. And when you're hangover... Um, you keep coming up with all those excuses. You keep repeating to yourself like a mantra that it's everyone's fault that you don't have an easy life. Uh, it's everyone's fault that you haven't had everything handed to you on a fucking platter. Uh, no, it's not everyone's fault that you're a lazy, procrastinating asshole with no ambitions, nothing to aspire for, and a ton of addictions. You are the only person to blame for your unfortunate situation. It's all on you. Stop blaming other fucking people and the fucking universe and everything around you. It's all on you. Okay? <laughs> Shit, I was, I was just talking about food. But anyway, so I was listening to uh, NIB by Black Sabbath. Uh, one of my favorite Black Sabbath songs. And I fucking love Black Sabbath, you know. But anyway, uh, check this out. I'm sitting at my desk, okay? I'm smoking a joint and uh, NIB plays from the speakers. And I'm high already because uh, it's my second joint today. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm cutting back, right? Oh, no, actually. Fucking cotton mouth. God, I'm cutting, <coughs> cutting down on beer as well. Excuse me. Anyways, I am actually. Yeah, I am smoking a lot, lot, lot less than I used to six fucking years ago. But anyways, most days I don't even roll up a spliff before 5 or 6 p.m. I can manage through the day 
you know, no problem. However, in the evening, you know, I always never never smoke. But today is not one of those days anyway. Uh, <laughs> you ever get those days when you feel like you're craving something to a point where it starts clouding your vision? You know, I know that feeling. I know that feeling well, motherfucker. And I wasn't to, you know, I wasn't going to let myself get in that kind of situation, okay? So today I started smoking a little bit earlier. But anyway, so um, listening to Black Sabbath and drinking a little beer, you know, a little lager. I don't do none of that fucking ale shit. It's too heavy for me, all right? And I'm not a big drinker. I mean, I used to fucking drink a lot, but that's when I was like 16 to 20, okay? <laughs> Seriously, that's it. I stopped drinking heavily when I was 20. So by the age of 20, I already knew what a very heavy hangover from a month of drinking vodka fuels. <laughs> it was fucking crazy. It was fucking horrible. But that's why I don't drink anymore. You know, I, I literally had my fucking good times with alcohol. Um, I mean, I do drink a little beer every now and then, but that's about it. No heavy booze, none of that poison shit. Just a little, maybe a little sip of whiskey every now and then. But really, really, really rarely. Okay? But I do love beer. And I believe that as long as you can handle it, then there's nothing wrong with it. But I mean, handle shit. Okay? Don't let the shit slip through your fingers just because you enjoy drinking beer too much. Okay? To most of you, it probably sounds fucking ridiculous. But I know quite a few people who really have a serious drinking problem. And they do have a fucking problem acknowledging that. Which isn't good. Because what the fuck, dude? How fucking stupid are you? Look, I'm not saying that I'm a fucking rocket scientist again. Uh, I'm not much better. I've had my fair share of fuck-ups. I'm talking about some serious and many stupid fuck-ups. Okay? So I'm no saint. But I do operate... Based on common sense, I learn from my fuck-ups so that moving forward, I can operate better. That's just my thought process, okay? Somewhere, I don't know, somewhere down the road, I started reading the Matrix Code, okay? And I gotta tell you, it's pretty fucking terrifying. It's terrifying to see how many people are so blindly indoctrinated and are not willing to even consider an alternative any objective point of view, anything like that. Um, in England, they just lifted the restrictions for mask wearing and all that bullshit. You know, that was like three weeks ago. Yeah, about three weeks ago, yeah. And still, when you go to a shopping mall, you can see at least two-thirds of all people still wearing the fucking masks. Two-thirds. So, my question is, why? What, is there some science behind it? Nope. <laughs> is there some consistent, reasonable scientific evidence out there that would support the claim that masks are effective and that they don't pose a risk of fucking bacterial infection or anything like that? None of that nasty shit. Because there's quite a lot of research that would actually support what I just said that those masks aren't actually that good for you. 
And again, do your research. Don't fucking take what I just said for granted. Don't even take it seriously. You know what? I'm, I'm honestly telling you. I don't fucking nothing about nothing. All right? This is my fucking insurance policy. All right? Don't ever fucking take seriously what I fucking say on this fucking podcast. Because I'm just fucking... I, I'm just speaking to my therapist, okay? Which is myself. Okay? I'm just... I'm, I'm, I'm going to fucking work it out. Don't fucking take it too seriously. But I'm honestly telling you, you know... You, you, you should probably look into it because it's just fucking ridiculous. None of it makes sense. Like I said, there was a lot of fucking research and it supports my claim. Uh, and yes, I did wear a mask for a few months after the store manager at my local grocery store uh, approached me and said, I'm really sorry, sir, but I'm going to have to ask you to put on a mask or we're not going to be able to serve you. Uh, It's out of my hands, and uh, so I have to ask you to put on the mask, sir. So I was like, you know, and that was on the day when, when, when tougher restrictions were imposed, okay? And the guy offered me a mask knowing that I didn't have one on me. So I was like, you know what? Fine. I'll put on the mask just so that we don't have to argue about this because I don't have time for this. Um, I'm here to get some groceries and that's it. I'll be out of here in no time, right? That's it. And no, I'm not fucking comfortable doing that. But you know what I'm less comfortable doing? Getting in a fucking argument with someone with whom there is no point getting into an argument because they think they know better and that's it. Now... It's a totally different story when we're talking about a workplace. Because if you require that I wear a face diaper for eight hours straight, then respectfully, you can go fuck yourself. I can work from home. I don't need to come to some office where I would have to put up with masks, PCR tests, and argue with indoctrinated people about the vaccines. I don't need any of it. I don't need any of it. I can do all the work from home. And I will be able to do it a lot better when I don't have to deal with all those stupid distractions. You want to play the game of obedience with the big pharma and the government? Fine. If you think it's worth risking your life and freedoms to play that game, then play it. But beware of likely unfortunate outcome. Because... You know, seriously, the best suggestion I have for you is don't play that game at all because your health cannot be restarted. You have to maintain it. Call me whatever the fuck you want to call me, really. But injecting experimental vaccine in your bloodstream, uh, in your muscle, is the same fucking thing. Which the manufacturer is not liable for in case of any potential side effects that's fucking crazy to me okay that's it it blows my fucking mind that so many people would so blindly follow the fear campaign because that's what it is but back to the shop situation okay hold on one second it's one thing when you have draconian restrictions in place and they won't let you do your shopping unless you put on a mask. That's one situation. And I say in that case, put on the fucking mask, do your shopping and go do your thing. Just get out of there as soon as you can. In and out. 
unless you have time to argue with idiots, in which case, let me tell you, it's just about as effective as negotiating with terrorists. So there is no point. Now, it's a little different when the restrictions are lifted, yet most of the population still wears those masks, because we're talking about two-thirds again. I can count. I can see how many fucking people are out there wearing those fucking things. Two-thirds. So, in that situation, you're going to ask yourself, why are those people doing it? Again, the restrictions have been lifted. Therefore, it is no longer for the reason I wore a mask, so that I wouldn't have to argue with proponents of mask wearing. So, if that's not the reason why so many people are wearing masks, then what is? Because now, I think, right now, I think it comes down to two reasons. One is virtue signaling, and the other is actual fear of the virus and so on, you know. What I would like to know, <laughs> what I would like to know is the percentage of people that are doing it purely for the purpose of virtue signaling, which is the exact opposite of compassion or selflessness or whatever. In fact, it's self-serving and... I have a feeling that a lot of people are doing it just to feel good about themselves. Oh, look at me. I'm wearing a mask. So I'm a good person, right? I'm better than those two degenerates out there. Shame on you. How dare you come in here without a mask? You think that you're better than other people because you comply without asking any questions. You think that you're better than me because I'm a crazy whatever, and a lot of you are happy to publicly attack anyone who isn't following the trend. So that's what you're going to fucking do. But you know what? Do your thing. Do your fucking thing. Wear your mask. I don't give a shit. I just, I would just would like to know how many of you are doing it just for the fucking show, just so that you could feel good about yourselves. Because I ain't buying it. I never fucking bought it. But, oh, excuse me. I, since the fucking day one, I said this is bullshit. This is a fucking scam, and uh, mark my words. Sooner or later, someone with a reputable name will say what I just said, maybe in their own words, but then you will be like, oh shit, this fucking crazy piece of shit was actually right. But hey, let's go back to what I was just talking about, okay, before I forget. So, I was talking about that Black Sabbath song, okay, so I'm... Sitting there and listening to the NIB, smoking some weed. Uh, I just had some kebab. I got another beer in a freezer. Yeah, things are good. And you know what? It's been months since I released the last episode. And uh, I spoke to a few people during that time whom I would like to invite on the podcast. And I have to tell you, I was absolutely overwhelmed and mind blown by the amount of positive responses. You wouldn't fucking believe that most of the people I invited in my podcast said yes. I was absolutely overwhelmed. I never thought two of them would say yes. And there's more. <laughs> A lot more. So, stay tuned. Because... This show will soon become a lot more interesting. 
I can promise you that. Um, I've had my fair share of struggle when I first started this podcast. So I don't blame you if you stop, you know, somewhere halfway through one of the early episodes and said, fuck it, man. I can't listen to the shit. It's too much. This guy's an asshole. The quality is awful. Yeah, the beginnings were rough, okay? So again, I don't blame you if that was the case. But that's usually the case. Usually the beginnings are tough or borderline idiotic, like in the case of this fucking podcast. <laughs> it's not that I wasn't trying hard. Um, I just had no specific direction, really. And I'm still not sure exactly what this podcast will become in the coming months. But I have a pretty good feeling that I'm on the right path. So if you're still listening, thank you. Thank you for your time and for putting up with this shit. Because I told you before, to me, it's just a therapy session, really. Each episode, um, that's what this podcast is to me. I'm trying to make sense of all this ridiculous, preposterous shit around me. Okay? And very little of it makes sense. Very little bit. Bill Gates, the big pharma incentive to make trillion dollars of various strains. Fucking, you know what? Dr. Fauci, Sleepy Joe, Phony, Kamala, AOC. <laughs> Dark fucking times, man. <laughs> Anyways, shout out Matt Walsh. Hashtag help abuela. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, AOC. You fucking sellout. You let your grandma live like that? What the fuck is wrong with you? How much money do you make? 180 grand or something like that? And your grandma lives in a fucking gutter? Shame on you. Seriously, shame on you, AOC. Seriously, what a fucking hypocrite. Who the fuck votes for that? Seriously, what the fuck is wrong with the liberals in New York? In fucking Bronx, whatever. What the fuck is wrong with you? Don't you see what the fuck you're voting for? That crazy bitch? That's the best you can do? All of you fucking weirdos, all of you misunderstood little snowflakes, all of you little bitches. AOC is the person you vote for? What the fuck is wrong with you? Don't you see she's fucking crazy? Don't you see the fucking rage in her eyes as she screams at people in Congress? Yeah, that crazy bitch. As it turns out, she has no backbone whatsoever. But hey, didn't you know that already? Come on. Come on. Come on. Admit it. Virtue signaling. Don't tell me you don't see anything wrong here. Like a fucking glitch in the matrix. Okay, like an error. Something that isn't supposed to be there. Something that was never supposed to happen. You tell me that that shit was supposed to happen. Yet, it did happen. And um, explain to me all the fucking videos, all the movies, the Event 201. Yeah, when you really look at it objectively, it doesn't look good. It looks like everything was planned. And there's a lot of dodgy, borderline, illegal, legislative shit going on as well. So, altogether, we're dealing with unbelievable level of corruption, okay? 
fucking unbelievable. Let's start with the fact that World Health Organization, the WHO, is one of the most corrupt criminal organizations on earth. They hired a fucking guy from African dictatorship as their director general. They don't give a fuck about regular people. They want to get rid of people. And their interests are invested in the big pharma. That's all they do. They pave the way for Bill Gates and big pharma to do their thing. And again, I'm just telling you what I think, okay? That doesn't have to be true. These are just my points of view, the rare perspective, as promised, however fucking ridiculous it sounds. This is just what I think. What does it matter? It doesn't fucking matter. Who the fuck am I, right? But I need you to come to your own conclusions, okay? I'm not going to do the thinking for you. If that's what you want. You're in the wrong place. Or maybe, I, should I say, you're, you kind of are in the right place. Uh, if what you're looking for is a way out, then I can definitely make you think. That's for sure. I don't intend to guide you or to tell you to think a certain way. Because I'm not that kind of person. I don't give a shit. You know, I, I say what I think. And you do what you gotta do. And you do your own research. You look into your own sources. Then you come to your own conclusions. I'm here to show you where things stand from my perspective. You figure the rest. Okay, you figure it out. No one said it'd be easy. Uh, you didn't fucking expect it to be so. So so yeah, that's 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 how I see things. And um, speaking of um, real talent, I gotta give a big big fucking shout out to the fire chief, aka office drummer, aka user mother turf on Reddit. So fire chief is a drummer who lives in L.A. Uh, the dude's twenty nine. Uh, and he's literally the best fucking drummer I have ever seen and heard in my life. <laughs> Shit, you know, far as I know, he's been playing drums for like 13 years now, and he already traveled all over the world, touring, playing drums. You know, the dude is absolutely fucking incredible. If you know anything about playing drums, you know how difficult it actually is. You have to have unbelievable coordination. Bear in mind that you have to use your hands and feet at a different pace. Uh, and that's where most people fall out of the race at a very early stage. You know, therefore anyone who can play drums is already smarter than most people. <laughs> and also thank you so much for playing Give It Away by the Red Hot Chili Peppers for me, dude. Uh, that was Fucking incredible, godly shit. And honestly, people like this guy, the fire chief, people like him, restore my faith in humanity. You know, we might be all fucked up and spoiled, uh, but deep inside, there is some good in each of us. And this guy is the living proof that once you find that one thing you're really into, you just have to keep doing it. You have to keep going no matter what. No matter what fucking people say. Who gives a shit what people say? You have to keep doing it until you're really, really good at it. Okay? Check out Fire Chief for drumming. Check out Cameron Haynes for 
bow hunting. Check out Joe Rogan for determination. Check out Jacko Willing for discipline. Okay, there's this Polish kid who's uh, literally nine, nine years old, and he plays two songs on drums perfectly. Fucking perfectly. Actually, you know what? Here, let me play it for you. I'll fucking show it to you because I can fucking talk about Can you hear the rain in the background? Shit, I almost smoked my joint. Let this thing load up. Again, nine years old. their music is, how technical. Check this out. Nine years old. Nine years old. What are you doing with your life? Huh? Because this kid is playing drums. What's your fucking excuse? You miserable fuck. What's your excuse? This kid's playing drums at nine years old. He's drumming out cool song. If this shit doesn't blow your mind, then I don't know what will. I, I, I honestly don't know what will. This, this is godly shit. This is office drummer level shit. This is fire chief level shit. This is tool level shit. We're talking legit tool drummer. I get it, I get it, the weed's fucking strong, I get it, I might have had a fucking beer or two, whatever. And I actually don't have any more beers in the freezer, I just realized, because I just drank the one that, that I took out of the freezer. But yeah, check this fucking can out. Blows my motherfucking mind. Nine years old. What's your excuse, motherfucker? What's your fucking excuse, huh? What's your fucking excuse? Get your shit together. Get your shit together and get it together now. Right now, today. Get your fucking shit together. Time doesn't wait for anyone. If a nine-year-old... <laughs> can do something like this 
Jesus fucking Christ, dude. So, big shout out, big shout out to Joey Borelli, aka Joey B Tunes, for mentioning that kid in one of your videos. Uh, seriously, dude, I love your work. Um, I think your work is so fucking important, and it and it and it's seriously top shelf entertainment. Thanks for doing what you do. Thanks for being out there somewhere, wherever the fuck you are. Uh, seriously, dude, just stay true to yourself and keep doing what you do. And uh, thanks again for um, mentioning this kid in, in, in your video. Um, this is exactly what we should be celebrating and praising. Real talent. Not some fucking bullshit on TikTok. How fucking long has this shit been driving me insane? You know, there are so many people out there who have literally no identity. Nothing. Nothing to offer. No character. No nothing. The rock bottom of intellect has hit an all-time fucking low. Don't be one of those fucking people. Seriously, don't be that fucking idiot making stupid faces on TikTok, okay? Do something of value, please, anything. I'm not saying start playing drums, okay? Although you definitely could try, but you have to look at a guy like the fire chief <coughs> and build determination within you that will help you keep going until you're actually really good at whatever it is you're doing. Because just think about it for a minute. What's the fucking point doing anything if you're looking at it from a glass half empty perspective? Fuck that shit. Don't be a miserable, mediocre, bitching little cunt. Okay? Don't be a fucking TikTok or Instagram influencer. What the fuck does that even mean anyway? You can do so much better. Your life can have so much more meaning. All you gotta do is close that chapter of your life. Seriously, the chapter where you waste so much time on meaningless social media where the dumber you get, the more praise you get from other fucking idiots who have nothing better to do. Trust me, there's so much more to life than that idiotic fucking virtual reality. And if you wanna actually enjoy yourself, you have to start challenging yourself. Set your bar high and start getting after it right now. Don't wait. What the fuck are you waiting for? Miracle ain't gonna happen. Get your fucking shit together. Go and do whatever it is you gotta do. Get up. Don't sit on your ass like a fucking miserable cunt. Get up. Do something. Jesus fucking Christ. TikTok videos, that the best you can do? Is that the best you can do? So again, thanks, Joey Borelli. Uh, thanks, nine-year-old tool drummer, <laughs> fucking savage. And uh, thanks, Fire Chief, for uh, being out there and for gifting your audience with your incredible drumming. Just keep getting after it, dude. Uh, you have my unquestioned respect. And if there isn't enough reasons already to become successful, I hope I will get there at some point just so that I could send more support your way.
because you're such a rare kind. You deserve all the money you get and more. And more, dude. So thanks again, Fire Chief. Uh, thank you for sending your energy out to the universe. Uh, like it or not, talented, driven people are endangered species, okay? And not yet extinct, but for sure there is a fucking shortage. Especially in the era of inexcusable stupidity, TikTok, morons, fucking people outdoing each other in terms of idiocy. In these crazy times where the dumber you get, the more acclaim you get from other fucking idiots. In these fucking crazy times, being truly dedicated to something that challenges your character every time you attempt to do it is a great fucking value to have. Rather than doing something stupid that anyone could replicate with absolutely zero effort, how about doing something of actual value? Anything, I don't fucking know. Hunting, painting, running, working out, drawing, writing. I don't know. Trying to build something. Anything is better than scrolling through infinite stupidity on TikTok, okay? Or worse, actively participating in it. That's literally hitting the rock bottom. And that's where we're headed. If enough people don't wake up to realize how fucking incredibly stupid we have become as a species, it's not too late, but let me play something for you, okay? Here, this is Hank Moody and Henry Rollins in Californication. In all seriousness, your blog for Hell A Magazine is prompting a lot of underground water cooler talk. It's great. Thank you. Um... But it's really, it's more like pissing out of my ass than anything else. You know, it's just uh, things bother me uh, and I vent. I write it down. What's your latest obsession? Just the fact that people seem to be getting dumber and dumber. You know, I mean, we have all this amazing technology and yet computers have turned into basically four-figure wank machines. The internet was supposed to set us free, democratize us, but, but all it's really given us is Howard Dean's aborted candidacy and 24-hour day access to kiddie porn. You know, and people... Uh, they don't, they don't write anymore. They blog. Instead of talking, they text. No punctuation, no grammar, LOL this and LMFAO that. You know, it just seems to me that it's just a bunch of stupid people pseudo-communicating with a bunch of other stupid people in a proto-language that resembles more what cavemen used to speak than the king's English. Yet you're part of the problem. I mean, you're out there blogging with the best of them. Hence, my self-loathing. Yeah. <laughs> and that was Hank Moody. Shout out David Duchovny for... Uh one of the best characters in the history of TV shows. Fucking brilliant show. A brilliant character. Mind you, that was 14 years ago. <laughs> and there's no time like the present that would relate to that more. You know you can do better. Put a plan together and then execute the fucking plan. Okay, the hardest part, trust me, the hardest fucking part is always getting started. The start the beginning of self-employment uh, or whatever it is that you're going to do on your own is always the most challenging. You have to deal with it. It's either that or you go back to your fucking day job and before you know it, you're pushing 60 and life pretty much passed you by at this point, sitting at this fucking desk, working your ass off and for what? Are you even going to make it to your retirement? 
How long are you gonna enjoy that pension for which you worked 50 fucking years of your life? Because most of your life you've been working to make other people's dreams come true. Uh, if you've been working at a corporation or whatever, uh, you know, and when the time comes, they will throw some peanuts at you. <laughs> Here you go, grandpa. Here's your pension. Now go and spend it on the big pharma. Because that's coming, that's for sure. The less you do now to secure your future, the more unpredictable it will be. And that includes your health. You have to answer yourself one question. What are you really working for? Because when you're working for someone, what do you get out of it? How big is your piece of the action? Because if you work for a big company, a corporation, whatever, then usually what you get is only a fraction of what you generate for the business. And when you stop and think about it, a lot of different questions emerge, okay? And if you bring it up with your employer, they will try to justify their cut with the costs of running the business and payroll and office space and insurance and benefits. And, you know, all of it costs money and to some extent, the right. Uh, but of course, it's not going to be a fair proportion. Those in charge will always make a lot more than you proportionally or not. Also, you don't have to work for them. You know, that's the beauty of capitalism. If you don't like being on someone else's payroll, you figure out a way to make it on your own. There's a high risk you're going to fail. But that's the case with everything in life. And when it comes to work, I think it's worth the risk. Like, looks okay in theory, but when you think about it, isn't there a way you could actually offer whatever the, it is that you're doing for the company yourself, or at least a fraction of what you offer, and still make a lot more money? Because if yes, then what would be the resources required to get you started? How much would it cost? Do you already have those resources? Often, all you need is a fucking computer, okay? And maybe a printer or whatever. Get a fucking license or whatever, whatever you gotta fucking do. Pay insurance. I don't I don't know. Because if you count it all up, then doing it yourself, even if it's just a fraction of what you know the company would provide as a service, even if you do a little part of that, you might end up making a lot more money and the company might end up being a lot happier because someone is actually fully committed to doing it rather than having four different fucking clients. And you know how it is. Yeah, yeah, everyone's equally important, but there are fucking four clients. No, here we got someone on a payroll. So try and figure it out on your own. There might be a way to actually do it. And uh, you'd be surprised how many people would be interested in actually doing that with you. Um, it'd be a lot more profitable than just being a number on someone else's payroll. Okay. Yes, there's usually a lot more work involved. Usually all aspects of it. But you already took that into account by considering, you know, any of it in the first place. At least you should. Because uh, no one said that running your own business would be easy. Again, if anyone told you that, they were full of shit. If you don't want to work hard, then self-employment is not for you. If you always need motivation, then it's not for you either. Unless you start working on your discipline, your motivation will disappoint you. It will 100% disappoint you over and over again until you realize motivation isn't reliable at all. Motivation comes and goes, and it depends on a lot of outside factors. Whereas discipline 
is a totally different story. <clears throat> and again, I recommended his podcast many times before, and I will recommend it again. If you want to learn about discipline, the best person on the planet you could possibly listen to is Jacko Willink. By the way, uh, before I forget, remember Casino, the 1999, uh, 1995 Martin Scorsese movie with Robert De Niro and uh, Joe Pesci and uh, Sharon Stone. God damn it, she was fucking smoking hot in that movie, huh? Uh, for whatever reason, and it baffles the shit out of me, there is no way to currently purchase it anywhere in England. Okay, Netflix, Amazon Prime, Apple TV is nowhere to be found, okay? And I really wanted to watch it because it's been years since the last time I watched it. Uh, <laughs> that scene where Joe Pesci, I mean, uh, Nicky Santoro stabs the guy with a pen, beats the fuck out of him. Uh, man, Nicky Santoro is one of my favorite characters of all movies ever. Okay, if you haven't watched that movie, you gotta fucking watch it. Um... I mean, Robert De Niro's character is just fucking mind-blowing. Uh, but it's, again, it's a Martin Scorsese movie. It's one of the best fucking movies ever made. Because it's a Martin Scorsese movie. Like, all of those fucking movies are fucking phenomenal. And uh, I managed to watch it recently <clears throat> through legal means. Don't get me wrong, I'm not a fucking pirate. Don't ask me how. But it was legit. Honestly, if you haven't watched that movie, um, you've got to watch it. <clears throat> if you ever even attempt to understand what I'm talking about. I honestly fucking miss the good old times. Um, and I'm not bitching about, you know, anything uh, without a point here. I'm talking about time when those movies were made. No one, I said no one back then even thought about any of that fucking trans rainbow bullshit. Back then people called it what it is. Mental illness. And back then, those fucking weirdos wouldn't be allowed within a mile of any school, preschool, anywhere near kids. Now they're fucking adopting children. Like, like what? seriously, what is going on? I don't even want to cancel the woke, okay? I just wish they weren't such idiots. Because a lot of them are the most stupid human beings alive. And that's what I think. They're just extremely stupid. Either that, or they're fucking mentally ill. Or both. Most likely it's both. Incomprehensibly stupid, mentally ill people with serious fucking personality disorder and all that. I don't know. One in combination with the other, that's probably what it is. Now, I couldn't care less, again, if it wasn't for the fact that they're trying to enforce their fucked up ideologies on everyone around. Again, do your fucking weird shit in the privacy of your home. Stay the fuck away from other people. Don't try and throw it in my face. How fucking different you are and all that. I don't give a shit, you know. I don't want to fucking have anything to do with that shit. Nothing, okay? That's it. Stay the fuck away from me. That's all I ask. And stay the fuck away from indoctrinating children with that fucked up idiocy. Because children are the next generation. We don't need the next generation to think that that's normal. It's not. 
It's a fucking mental illness and we need to address it for what it is. Just because in New York, a couple of whatever uh, can adopt a baby doesn't make it right or ethical. It makes it fucking wrong and depraved. And I don't intend to insult anyone. But when I'm dealing with someone who's obviously out of their fucking mind, I'm going to address it for what it is. With all due consideration, trying to indoctrinate children with the whole trans narrative, critical race theory, all those woke things, that's madness. These days, we have a fucking drag queen on, you know, some kids' channel, Nickelodeon, whatever, singing to kids about homosexuality, about trans people, trying to indoctrinate your kids with this crazy trans propaganda. It's fucking crazy, okay? It's mental illness. Back in the day when Casino was made, along with so many other phenomenal movies, back when I was a kid, those crazy depraved sickos would either go to a psychiatric hospital or to jail far away from civilized society and far away from our future generation. And again, I don't mean to insult anyone. I just really want to preserve the humankind. And right now we're on the brink of fucking collapse. And we cannot let that happen because there's way too many of us out there who are still fighting hard. And I'm sure that common sense and critical thought will prevail fuck your critical race theory you can stick it up your fucking twat i'm talking about critical thinking you need to use your mind you need to use your brain to actually exercise some fucking thoughts rather than follow some bullshit narrative that has zero fucking backbone and is just meant to upset everyone that's literally not a solution And again, uh, don't try and indoctrinate children with that because that's that's fucking criminal, I think. Uh, No one needs to be indoctrinated with that crazy fucking tranny bullshit. It's all mental illness, like I already said, and I don't give a shit if it hurts your feelings. Let's name things exactly what they are because this is serious. You don't want your kids indoctrinated into believing that transsexual means normal. It's not transsexuality, all that fucking transgender stuff, it's all mental illness. Any of that gender fluid, gender neutral, gender dysphoria, whatever, all of that shit is pure craziness. Please prove me wrong. Show me some fucking science. Show me something that will actually prove that this is all normal and legit. Because as far as I know, you are trying to fucking tell me that Gender is just a that fucking sex, biological sex is just a social construct. And that biological men are no different than biological women, uh, females, males, females, whatever. And that there was nothing wrong with the fucking biological male competing against women. Even though this fucking dude was an absolute embarrassment. Uh, But what did you expect? Shout out the fucking fat dude, uh, uh, whatever, uh, fucking uh, weightlifter. Go fuck yourself.
no one should ever even think about teaching any of that perverted, depraved shit to children. Okay? I don't give a fuck what kind of snowflake, bitch-ass, rainbow fucking unicorn you identify yourself as. Okay? Stay the fuck away from the future generation with your twisted perception of reality. And you can hate me for it all you want. I don't give a shit. Do not indoctrinate people with your crazy ideology. If you're born with a dick, you are not a chick. End of fucking story. <laughs> uh, have you heard of that gentleman in the US, um, the Vietnam War veteran who owns a Star Wars store, like collectibles, toys, whatever. Um, some tranny got triggered and upset because he saw a sign on the store window that said, uh, just out Dr. Seuss's new book. If you're born with a dick, you are not a chick. <laughs> and under that it says, this new release is out now because the cancel culture banned his early books. And you know how I feel about the cancel culture. Uh, I said it before. Cancel culture is the only thing that needs to be canceled. And we need to seriously address the mental health crisis uh, that's currently going on in developed countries. You know, uh, have you ever heard of a transgender person in the United Arab Emirates or anywhere Middle East? <laughs> of course not. All the big European brands uh, when in June, you know, uh, they all swapped their logos in England, Europe and the US uh, from standard colors to the rainbow flag. We all know why, you know, again, virtual signaling, right? So important. So when they swapped their colors from traditional to pride, do you think they do the same in the Middle East? <laughs> no, they don't. Mercedes-Benz, BMW, Cisco, Lenovo, they all leave their logo exactly the same way all year round. You know why? Because Middle East doesn't put up with that crazy bullshit, such as celebrating someone's sexuality out on the streets. Uh, what the fuck? Have you ever seen a straight people's parade? Uh... <laughs> Have you ever seen a hetero straight month like they have Pride Month? And why are the trans people thrown into the same category with gay people in the first place? What does one have to do with another? Because the way I see it, sexual orientation is one thing. And there's nothing wrong with being attracted to someone who's the same sex that you are. It's not something I really understand, but I wouldn't say there's anything wrong with it. Um, on the other hand, identifying as the opposite gender, well, that's a sign of serious mental illness. Therefore, my question is, since when are we supposed to celebrate mental illness? Because I don't think a serious case of mental illness should be celebrated. I believe it should be addressed and treated. I believe that person should get help, not the praise, uh, help. You need help. If you're a dude and you identify a 
as a woman, you have a problem. And someone should look into it uh, to see what could be done to make your life better. I don't know, but not what you're currently doing with your made-up pronouns and calling anyone who doesn't follow your idiocy a transphobe and all that. I'm not a transphobe. Stupid people, that's my fucking problem. You know, um, Jordan Belfort said it perfectly, quote, I'm prejudiced against two groups, lazy people and stupid people. Other than that, I love everybody equally, okay? Those are my prejudices, lazy and stupid, all right? I have no time for those people, end quote. And that's how I feel, lazy and stupid. That's exactly the kind of people I have a prejudice against. Lazy fucks with no ambition and stupid people. If you're an idiot, fine. Go and be an idiot. Just stay out of my way. Keep your shit away from me. I don't want anything to do with it. I'm not trying to tell you how to live, what to accept, what not to accept. I don't give a shit about any of that. It's none of my business what you do or what you believe in. And it's none of my business uh, to fucking lecture you on it. Just like it is none of your business what I consider normal and what I consider crazy or wrong. It's none of your fucking business. So don't tell me to address you by your made up pronouns because I'm not going to. I don't have to participate in your craziness. Your problem with identity, all your insecurities, your self-esteem, none of that is my concern. I don't give a shit. I wish you all the best, but not at the expense of other people. I don't give a shit about your drama. Keep it to yourself. And by the way, speaking of mental illness, uh, critical race theory is one of the most ridiculous, stupid, racist, counter-scientific ideologies ever. It's just pure idiocy. And this guy who came up with it, um, Ibram X. Kendi, uh, whatever the fuck, dude, you're a fucking lunatic. You are mentally ill, you're extremely racist, and you're a fraud. That's what you are. You're a fucking fraud, an opportunist, and you know exactly what you're doing. You know you're full of shit. You know you're a fraud. But you know what? Some unintelligent, uh, uneducated, stupid people will buy it. But most people see through your shit. So, good luck, dude. Most people can tell what a racist asshole you are. So, keep up the great work. It will eventually come back to bite you in the ass. And uh, the only people that will respect you will be the most stupid assholes on this planet. But you know what? Who gives a shit, really? Now that I think about it, let the idiots be. There's nothing you can do. (laughs) There always were idiots, and there always will be idiots out there in the world. Um, They exist. Just like Japanese people exist, so do stupid people. So don't worry about it. Um, Instead, focus on striving to be the best person you can be. Don't be a fucking loser, okay? Go and do whatever it is you want to do. Go and do something difficult. Challenge yourself. 
deal with your obstacles rather than blame other people. Take responsibility for your own life and go and figure it out. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be fucking hard. But you got to do whatever you got to do. But whatever it is, don't settle for mediocre results. Strive for the best. Okay, I got to get out of here because I got some things to do. And uh, you'll probably have things to do as well. And it's been an hour and a half. So I'm going to go and uh, you do whatever you got to do. So, yeah.